give him all the praise give him all the honor give him all the adoration he's worthy Go ahead and ask him to touch us this morning by his word in this power encounter that we want him to touch us. We want him to touch our lives. Ask him to touch you. Ask him to touch you. Ask him to touch you this morning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray a prayer before we sit down. Uh, a song was raised, and the song says, God rules over all. He rules over all. He rules over all things. In 2 Kings chapter 7, a nation had suffered famine. And suddenly, a man of God stood up and said, by this time tomorrow, things will no longer be the way they used to be. You know, personally, I have been declaring what the Lord said. That's one of the prophecies for this year. I keep saying it every day. I say it to my wife. I say it to myself. Things will no longer be the way they used to be. You know, you don't experience the power of God when things are already the way you want them to be. When they are not what they ought to be, that is when you keep declaring. You keep seeing them the way they ought to be. I'm seeing this church the way it ought to be. I'm not seeing it the way it is. I'm not seeing it the way it is. I'm seeing PRCM the way it ought to be. And when I talk about the church, I'm talking about you. I'm seeing you the way you ought to be. And the man of God said, by this time tomorrow, there shall be surplus. We are praying right now on experiencing supernatural surplus. I want you to lift your voice to God and say, Father, let it be louder, say, Father. Let it be louder, say, Father. Let it be louder, say, Father. This very season, send supernatural supply to me and every member of my family. Cause us to experience your supernatural supply in the name of Jesus Christ. Can we go ahead and pray that prayer? Lord, pakopa yala katabada barabaya. Etalada bababa yala katabada yala tazia. Apate katabala raga dedia. Lord, send supernatural supply to us. Ipado brega de bababa bababa yala tazia. Ipada balaga dabaya dabala koto baha. Scarcity of passion. There must be scarcity right now. But there is a God. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, it is done. Father, I thank you because you are God that ruleth over all. By your word, this very week, for everyone under the sound of my voice, those of us here and those who may come in contact with this message online, Lord, send supernatural supply to us. It does not matter what is happening in our nation. We rely on you. We depend on you. All things are under your care. You own the earth and all those who dwell therein. Father, we ask again, send supernatural supply to us. That your name be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Help me to welcome somebody very close to you. Say once again, you are welcome in Jesus' name. You are welcome to Christmas Church, bringing out God's best in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, very quickly, we are going to the word of the Lord. And in this power encounter service, I will be speaking on experiencing supernatural supply. Experiencing supernatural supply. God is going to be moving some of us from the company of spectators to the company of the experienced. You don't say amen to that. You won't watch other people share testimonies of God's goodness anymore without experiencing it yourself. Only Mr. Shola is saying amen. See, there is something for you to say God is powerful by what other people have shared with you. By what you have read in the Bible. By what Abraham experienced. Jehovah Jireh. By what Joseph experienced. God giving him the key that we unlock supernatural resources in the seven years of famine. By what the children of Israel experience going through the wilderness, God supplying them every day. You know, you can talk about all these things, but talk is different from experience. We are coming into the season of experience. And I decree over every one of us, you and I will know what is called the experience of supernatural supply. You know, the supernatural means is not natural. It is contrary to five senses. Your rational ability cannot carry it. That's the supernatural. Supernatural has to do with the ability that is beyond the natural. I see surplus 
supply of God coming for us, coming to us, coming to our families, a supernatural one, the one you cannot explain. You will execute projects supernaturally this year. You will execute projects supernaturally this year. You will build houses supernaturally this year. You will send seed resources for kingdom assignment supernaturally this year. You will experience what is called abundance supernaturally this year. If you are the one, let your amen roar like a tongue. Amen. Hallelujah. Come with me to the book of Philippians chapter 4. We are going to be reading a couple of scriptures and we go straight to the word. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 17 to 20. Philippians chapter 4 verse 17 to 20. He said, not because I desire a gift. God's servant was speaking there. A representative of the kingdom of God. He said, not because I desire a gift. But I desire fruit that may abound to your account. A translation says, I desire resources to be credited to your account. I desire resources to be credited to your account. Now, what led to this kind of statement is that he requested for their seed. He requested for their giving. He requested for their support for his kingdom work. And they gave. And he said, not because I desire gift. But because I desire fruit, resources, supply to be credited to your account. And look at what he said in verse 18. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus, that is one of his associates, the things which were sent from you. So they sent something. They sent something. An odor of a sweet smell. Your offering, your seed, your tithe is an odor. Your first fruit is an odor of a sweet smell to God. Not because God is in need, but because God wants to credit your account. <laughs> I love that. It's a sweet smell. As you give to the kingdom work, kingdom assignment, God smells something good from you. Your life gives God a sweet odor. He said, a sacrifice acceptable. Every time you give, it comes by a sacrifice. It is not always convenient. Giving is not convenient. It's one of the things that is not convenient. Do I have a witness in the house? You can't give and still retain at the same time. When you give, you lose. When you give, you release. When you give, you let go. What's supposed to meet a certain need of you, you release it to meet another need. So that is a sacrifice. 
And God said, every time you give, it's a sacrifice that I know on your part, but it's acceptable by me. Can I prophesy over everyone under the sound of my voice? Every giving you have done till now, by the power that is in the name of the Lord, they become sacrifice acceptable to God. God said, well pleasing. Apostle Paul said, well pleasing to God. God is well pleased when you give to his kingdom. Is well pleased when you give out of your resources whether you don't you have much you give out of the abundance whether you have little you give out of little like a widow the widow came jesus stood at the point he could see the giving of people that tells you god is interested in what people give to the kingdom he was watching them watching them how they were giving so he watches us when we give and he saw a widow Many were giving out of their, they gave 1,000 out of their 100,000 that they have. Some gave 100,000 out of 10 million they have. But this woman, all that she had, that was what she released. Jesus said, this woman had given more than all. So it is not about the amount you give. It is not about what you give. It is about the sacrifice that accompanies it. So God said, Paul said, this is well pleasing to God. Now look at what he said. Verse 19, take note. He now said, you know, many of us love to claim verse 19. But my God shall supply all my need according to his rich. We love to claim that, isn't it? But do you know that if you want to claim that, you have to claim it from verse 17. You must have done something. You must have released something before you claim that. Paul now said, because of what you have done, my God shall supply all your need. Will you say amen to that? Beginning from now, my God will supply all your need. All your need in the name of Jesus. I don't know your need, but if you believe that there is a God, who is my God? I'm speaking on his behalf in the name of the Lord. I don't know what you are passing through this season. I don't know what your needs are. But I say, my God shall supply all your need. In the name of Jesus Christ. Apostle Paul prayed that prayer. My God means not man. When man promises you, man can fail. It's natural. But when God makes a promise, it's supernatural. So he said, supernatural will supply your need. That's God. Supernatural. So it is beyond how you reason it out. Supernatural will supply your need. God is in the realm of the spirit. So he said, my, he didn't say, I Paul will supply it. Can somebody that was collecting on behalf of God supply anything back but he said what will be returned back to you will come from god is a supernatural supply how will it come he said according to his riches in glory god is so rich and his riches are unlimited when god blesses all of us on the earth in any way financially in any way all the resources he can release gold he can release anything and yet he won't feel it do I have a witness in the house? God is so rich. Can I decree to us, beginning from now, you will experience supernatural supply. 
as we step into this week it will begin as we step into this week it will begin i say as we step into this week it will begin in the name of jesus christ few days back i told my wife someone just called me very close to me and asked about somebody in this mission and said to me, do you know why I'm saying this to you? It's because God is mindful of you. And asked about that person. He said, what of so-so person? I said, the person is fine. And he said, and I, he, he kept quiet. And I asked him, I said, sir, why are you asking about this so-so person? He now asked me, he said, hope that person is doing well. Hope that person is focused. Hope that person is serving the Lord. That person is behaving well. I said, by the grace of God. I said, sir, what happened? He said, God has just laid the person in his heart. That the person need encouragement. He now said, he's believing God. That as soon as God does certain things, he wants to encourage the person. Here. Not me, oh. God brought the person to his heart and he began to ask. I am praying again, once again, for you if your heart can take it. This very season, this month of things will not be the way they used to be. This month of commission with power, you will experience supernatural supply of God. Where it matters, God will remember you. In the heart of those that matters, God will remember you. In the heart of those who will assist you, God will remember you. In the heart of those who will help you, God will remember you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I told mommy, I told my wife, I said, it was maybe just two days, just about three days after first fruit impartation was done here. And I told her, I said, this thing looked like God moving in the track of this. Supernatural supply is real. In this place, we will experience it. All of us we experience it. The work of God needs to be done. The kingdom assignment needs to move on. You need people around you who are looking up to you. There are family members who have invested in your life, who are waiting to say, ah, ah, Will you not come out and also be a blessing back to us and give back? I see God sending supernatural supply to you. I can hear your amen. He's sending supernatural supply to you. Say the Lord will do it for me. Say the Lord will remember me this season. I will experience supernatural supply. Financially for me, things will no longer be the way they used to be. In terms of provisions, uh, things will no longer be the way they used to be. Shout aloud, Amen. Let's read one more scriptures, then we see how we can wrap it up. 
first kings chapter 17 let's look at the operations of supernatural supply elijah was a man on a mission for god he was in the purpose of god he, he was it was god directing elijah elijah was living his life to serve god god used him to prophesy a famine when you prophesy a famine where will your food come from and this is the midst of the people he lived elijah did not think about himself if i prophesy for me where will i eat from he obeyed the lord no matter how difficult it was and after that time elijah entered into a dimension we call supernatural supply so see first kings chapter 17 when you read from verse 3 as soon as he declared the word of the lord god turn elijah to where he should go he told him to go there and when elijah got there god gave him resources to drink water he was sending ravens to give elijah food the bird called this raven this bird is a bird that is so stingy we all know when a raven want to eat want to give some a raven is so is a stingy bird so it could only be a supernatural act of god to send supply by the instrumentality of what is stingy so that tells you no matter how tight things are this season god can get through to you god will get through to you what you are not expecting that god can use what you don't believe that god can use what is unlikely that god can use god will get through to you through such instrumentalities in the name of jesus christ and it came to pass god did not want elijah to now see the ravens as the one supplying the brook dried up elijah where will your next provision come from god redirected him to a widow can we now go to first king chapter 17 let's read verse 10 let's read from verse 7 and it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land and the word of the lord came unto him what came unto elijah what came unto elijah what is coming to you right now what came to elijah what is coming to you right now the word that came to elijah that supplied him can the word that is coming to you also bring supply to you do you believe that the word is powerful when god is going to send supernatural supply he releases the word the word came to elijah arise get thee to zarephath which belonged to zidon and dwell there behold i have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you 
There are helpers God has commanded to support you. Wherever they are, God will steer them up on your behalf. God did not send Elijah to the king. God did not send Elijah to the queen. God was making Elijah to understand it is not about the instrument. It is about me using the instrument. A widow without husband was the one God will use. Don't, don't just despise the way God can operate. Don't think it out this year. God will show up in a way you are not expecting. He will show up. I say he will show up. In the course of the night while I was praying, Lord, what do you have me share? What do you have me share this morning? I was, it got to a moment, I didn't receive anything. I just remained there. I closed my book. I said, Lord, maybe no word. When the Lord brought me to this, everything, I stood up. I said, Lord, you are about to do something special. Can you lift your right hand unto heaven? The same word that came to Elijah is coming to you right now. There is a God who arranges helpers. Who supplies what the helpers need to release. That God will show up for you. This week, he will show up for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now look at it. So he arose, verse 10. And went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray you, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray you, a, mor a, a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord and your God lives, I have not a cake, but an handful of meal in a barrel. And a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am also gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. Look at the person that God said Elijah should go and meet. If God tells you to go and meet such a person, and you meet such a person, and he gives you this kind of statement, what will you do? You first get depressed. You first say, I didn't hear. I must have heard some other things. How can it must not be God? Elijah said, Elijah did not look at what that woman had. Elijah knew the voice of God. Elijah knew it wasn't about the woman. It wasn't about what the woman had. Not about him. It's about God. Elijah said, go and do that. That which you want to eat, to go and die, go and do that. Go and do that. Verse 13. And Elijah said to her, fear not. Go and do as you have said. But make me thereof a little cake first. First fruit. A little cake first. Take note of the word first. First fruit. He said and bring it unto me. And after make for you and for your son. Verse 14. For thus says the Lord God of Israel. The barrel of meal shall not waste. Neither shall the cruise of oil fail. Until the day that the Lord sent rain upon the earth. Verse 15. And she went. The woman did not even delay. And did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house. They did eat many days. 
Lift your right hand unto heaven. I don't know why the prophetic is coming this morning. There are supplies coming your way that will not finish again. They will not finish again. They will not finish again. What God is going to be doing after this encounter, the supply God will be bringing your way will not end again. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, take note of these lessons about God's supernatural supply and then we pray. See, number one, we all have needs, yet we can all meet needs. We all have what? We all have needs. Yet we can all meet needs. There is none of us that does not have one need or the other. But God wants us to also be people who meet needs. If it is one cup of Gary, you can give to meet a need. It might be four cups you have. Out of four, take one cup. Meet need. It's not about how small it is. You have need. But to have your own need met, you must meet need. Do you get that? I'm giving you keys that unlock supernatural supply. You have needs. This year now, you have released, some of us have released our first fruit. You have needs. But you have met the Lord's need. But the kingdom principle of supernatural supply, that covenant principle is we all have needs but we can all meet needs. And that tells you that whenever we meet needs, whenever we meet needs, especially the need of the Lord, he overmeets our need. Do you agree with me? Anytime you meet the need of the Lord, in return, God will overmeet your need. As soon as that widow met what did she give that now led to many days of eating until that famine lasted she lacked nothing she was thinking she was she wanted to eat suicidal food before let's eat this last meal and die but god said by the release of meeting the need you met for my servant you just begin now to live so when we meet need even when we have need, God begins to give us needs that are beyond what we need. Number two, take note. God's blessing can reach you anywhere. His presence can locate you. God's blessing, God's supernatural provision can reach you anywhere. God was seeing the widow when he sent Elijah to her. Elijah and the widow were not together. The widow was planning to die. Elijah, there was nothing to eat. But God sent his presence to that woman's place. God knows the address of your house, even though there is no name in that street. Lift your right hand unto heaven, I like to decree that God who can locate anyone to bless anyone, 
his presence will locate you this week for a supply beyond your understanding his presence will locate you number three we must not be concerned about what happened around us we must only be concerned about who is with us and what he has said to us don't be concerned about what you are seeing around you so many bills piling up so many things you need to do so many outstanding you need to clear don't be moved by the circumstance of economy happening now in nigeria be moved by one thing is god with you when god is with you and he has given you his word everything we turn around for supernatural supply we turn around so kingdom operates on meeting needs to have our needs met and that's why spirit of poverty seek to meet the need of self every time you see people who are poor they want to meet the need of their self but if you want to move out of the company of the poor start meeting other people's need no matter how little you have something jesus was in the wilderness people said they have nothing a boy said i have how many how many fishes and loaves of bread he goes he said the disciple said this is nothing jesus said this is enough and when jesus used that who went home with the remaining overflow the boy take note of this number one god's supernatural supply cannot be processed by natural senses god's supernatural supply the widow of zarephath couldn't have processed it i'm gathering sticks what i have left is what me and my son will eat and die you say i should do your own first you are you must be selfish man of god but she did that she was not processing it naturally god supernatural sub you can't process it in second kings chapter seven the man who stood by the side of the king when the prophet said by this time of tomorrow things will no longer be the way they used to be the man said if god should open windows in heaven can this be ah the prophet said you said that using your sense to judge god you will see it but you will not taste out of it don't use your brain to carry calculate how things will be this year you can't do it. God's supernatural supply cannot be processed by natural senses. How God will be blessing you, you won't be able to explain it. Your salary notwithstanding, God will bypass your salary. God will bypass your allowance. God will be meeting your needs supernaturally. And I believe that is going to happen. Number five, right? God's supernatural supply is living by God's promise and continuous faith in his word. God's supernatural supply is about living by God's promise. You don't live by your pocket. You don't live by what you have in bank account. You live by the promise of God and have faith in what God has said. 
God has said this year, every seed sowed in obedience will receive speedy, I think, beautiful, is it timely? So, you live by the promise of God. God's supernatural supply. God's supernatural supply. God's supernatural supply. Number six. You must know that God cannot be stranded. That's what God's supernatural supply is all about. And I want you to carry this mindset out of air today. God cannot be stranded. My God cannot be stranded. As you go back home, maybe you are going, it looks as if there is nothing in the house. My God cannot be stranded. It is time to keep declaring our God cannot be stranded. Sometimes when men withdraw their help from you, say to yourself, Benjamin Sulola, God cannot be stranded. Men can withdraw help, but God has never been stranded. If you rely on God, you claim that God cannot be stranded, you enjoy supernatural supply. Supernatural supply. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Every time you don't understand the way to go, that's when God makes a way. God can't be stranded. I'm not saying you won't go through challenges, but you can't be stranded. Yeah. You won't be stranded. We will not be stranded. In the name of Jesus. Number seven. What you need to know about God's supernatural supply is that the ridiculous can bat the miraculous when God steps in. The ridiculous can bat the miraculous. The ridiculous can bat the miraculous. In 2 Kings chapter 4, Elisha came to the widow who was begging him and said, See, these people that I hold, they have come now. I use my two sons for collateral. My husband is late. How do I do it? The prophet said, what do you have? He said, I have nothing in the house. Save a pot of oil. I, the prophet said, that's enough. What you call nothing, God, when he steps in, he turns to something. Lift your right hand unto heaven. I hear something, add something in my spirit now. Some of us, many of us here, the things we do, the work we do, what we get, are not enough to sustain us. But I heard now that God is about to step in. God is about to step in. God is stepping in right now. In the work that looks like nothing in your hand, God will be using the ridiculous to bat the miraculous. Can I hear you loud? Amen. God will be using the ridiculous to bat the miraculous. Over the work of your hand, God is stepping in. Over what looks like nothing, in your hand, God is stepping in. In the name of Jesus Christ. This is important. I will so round off in the next few minutes. Please take note, another thing is this. When God promised